Hi, and welcome to the Property Matters podcast. I'm Gareth Gibson, and I'm happy that you've joined me today. Please sit back, relax, and uh, grab a cup of coffee, tea, water, whatever it is. Or if you're driving, um, just try and absorb everything that I talk about. And uh, if you like this podcast, uh, recommend it to a friend, uh, subscribe, and I'll try and update as regularly as possible. Um, So without further ado, let's get into it. Hi everyone, so it is a lovely Monday and uh, already off to a good start. I've taken a moment to steal a little bit of time away during lunch to uh, do a quick update and have a quick, uh, how to say, journal, journal entry slash brainstorming session with you guys. And in dealing with a lot of the people that I do deal with on a daily basis, a lot of people really are opposed to competition. Um, and I don't, I don't quite understand it. Uh, if you look at, uh, if you look at the general state of any economy in any country, I think competition is healthy. Maybe I'm delusional, but uh, in South Africa alone, if you look at uh, people that have monopolies, and I'm, I'm going to refer to the state-owned entity known as ESCOM, which is our power utility that uh, generates and distributes the electricity in South Africa. If you're South African, you know who I'm talking about. As South Africans and dealing with our bouts of load shedding and power outages over the last, geez, I can't even, I can't even remember. Is it maybe 14 years, maybe 15 years? And it's been so frustrating for businesses and households to learn to live with this, uh, with, with load shedding and power outages being a constant uh, threat. Take into consideration as well people living in poverty that have no access to power. Uh, I think that uh, the monopoly that ESCOM has over the uh, power generation and supply in the country is limiting and it's threatening. They get to set the tariffs they really want to. Yes, they get challenged by NURSA, the regulating authority, but without any other options... They really do just get away with what they want to get away with. Now, I know I'm talking about a state-owned entity, and it's a whole different animal to discuss, but if I owned a restaurant and I was putting it up at a shopping center, I don't think I at all would be opposed to another restaurant selling similar cuisine going up in the same center as me. Now, I don't know if it's a lack of business training or maybe a lack of vision, or if you are coming from a place of fear, I think if you operate in a, uh, you know, in a place of fear with a negative connotation to it, uh, what happens if I fail? It's going to be because there's another one that offers better quality. I don't, I don't believe in that. I, th- I, I personally think that competition or someone that uh, sets up shop next door to you or in the immediate uh, vicinity, kind of holds you accountable for the kind of value and and customer service that you have to offer. It keeps you accountable for what drives your customer satisfaction. And I think it also gives you a lot of insight into the market. 
what happens if you and both you and your competitor are doing the same thing and you're both not getting clients i think you can take that knowledge see what they're doing compare it to what you're doing and execute your strategy a little bit differently it uh, this whole concept of businesses and competition really frustrates me and maybe that's my millennial uh, way of thinking I honestly think that competition is healthy and I don't see why there's no way that businesses can't collab or come to some kind of mutual understanding and actually just show some support to one another. You're both hustling, you're both trying to make ends meet, you're trying to put food on the table for your families and maybe that's the what's driving the fear is that you've got a lot riding on your business. But having said that, instead of looking at the glass as half, uh, half empty, look at it as, as half full, full. There's an opportunity for you to double down on your strengths. And um, if, your custom, if your competitor is full up and they don't have an immediate option or alternative, they're just going to go home. They're going to go somewhere else. So taking it back to the restaurant analogy... If I go to Peter's Prago Rolls and he is fully booked, I'm going to go to uh, Pedro's Prago Rolls or whatever the case may be. Because, yeah, same product, maybe a different experience, maybe a different atmosphere, uh, maybe a different customer service experience. Who knows? But I get to feed my craving for Prago Rolls. That's just one aspect to look at it. So competition, I think really comes down to your perception of it i don't think that any form of competition is a bad thing i think number one it's a proof of concept and idea it's a compliment and uh, it lets you know that you're on the right path because not you weren't the only one to identify an opportunity number two i think it's an opportunity for collaboration and number three i think that uh, holds you accountable and responsible for your business because if anyone has had any form of education into entrepreneurship and business we know that there are three uh, environments within the business you've got the micro you've got the micro environment which you can control that's the way that your company culture is perceived um, the way your customer service sales and marketing um, is used to you know just keep the business churning um, then you get the market, which you can't really control, but you can have some influence. So through a little bit of public relations and marketing strategy, you can definitely skew the public opinion of you and try and, um, how do I say, how, how would you say, influence the market to see your business in a positive light. And then you get the macro, which is the environmental, political uh, environment, which you have no control on or no possible sway. So when it comes to competition, yes, that is that falls within the market environment. However, on a micro level, you can take the necessary steps to steer your business um, in the right direction. Keep your nose clean, so to speak. Keep your staff motivated, happy and serving the customers well. And actually uh, just ide uh, how, identify, separate yourself from your competition. Competition is healthy. It really is healthy and complementary. And if you are a business owner uh, and you have your own perspective on what competition is, please feel free to drop a line. Let's hear what you have to say. Uh, everyone is allowed their own opinion and they're allowed to um, 
take what I say with a pinch of salt or agree with me wholeheartedly. The choice is yours. It's really up to you. Um, but yeah, that's today's little bit of a rant. This episode is going to be a little bit shorter than usual. But I just wanted to thank you for taking the time to stop by and give it a listen. If you like it, subscribe and leave a comment and share it out. Or, you know, just uh, show a little bit of love. So thank you very much, guys. Have a great one. And until next time, I'll catch you later. So, you know, I just wanted to take a moment to thank everyone that has listened to this podcast over the last few, uh, the last few days, uh, possibly even the week. Um, the growth has been phenomenal. The response has been great. I uh, want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you. And uh, if you really do like the show or you have some recommendations of something you want to hear, please subscribe, uh, share this podcast out and leave me some comments and replies if you want to shout out as well. Everyone wants a little bit of uh, notoriety. So just leave me a comment or suggestion or something you want me to talk about and I'd be happy to listen. Have a great day further. Thank you.